Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayez, Shir number 388. One of the most hurtful aspects of marriage that could really um, strain the relationship is being too busy to connect and being too busy to care. And, you know, when we talk about sucker punches, the reason why it succeeds very often it's not about force, but it's about surprise, because the person didn't see it coming. The victim wasn't prepared. And a punch that's totally unexpected and undefended, that allows it to do maximum damage. You take away the surprise, and it's no longer a sucker punch, uh, because you could prepare for it. And this is, busyness is a the biggest s- sucker punch in the marriage that we face today, in this generation in particular, um, which puts a lot of marriages to become very strained. And, you know, this is very um, subtle, but it's a dangerous enemy. You see, when people, couples know about the big dangers of marriage, you know, to look out for things that could cause emotional affairs, physical affairs. They know about how major um, trauma can, in marriages could create um challenges in marriage. This couples, people do understand that and they could brace for that challenge and they could work through it because they know what it is. They could guard themselves uh, through with it. They could get support. Busyness is a different subject altogether. It puts us to sleep and then it punches us and it could be just as deadly as any other major assault on a marriage. It doesn't even feel like an assault because busyness you know, is like driving a car, which could be dangerous. You need to you have to dishmai every time you drive a car. Busyness is something that we don't realize how it really, really could put a strain on a marriage and it could damage marriages. At first, overly busy, simple, uh, overly busy people lose their edge and their ability to cherish the other person. When you're overly busy, you have a difficult time appreciating each other and cherishing each other because we're so tired and so distracted by everything around us that we're scrambling just to get things done and put our head above water. So then we start getting irritated at each other and we start taking each other for granted. And then they start feeling lonely. Why isn't my husband or wife helping me? Why aren't they helping me make my life better? Then you start getting angry because you dislike the situation you're in and when you dislike the situation you're in with your husband or wife that's one step before actually resenting and even actually hating your wife or hating your husband and that is where it lands this sucker punch that you don't really realize what's happening until it's too late that is why it is so important no matter what and we know there are challenges with busyness sometimes people don't have a choice and they have to deal with a lot of things but it's very, very important to be aware of the dangers of it and to be extremely careful to get the time, invest the time needed for each other despite busy schedules and to make yourself less busy when you can make yourself less busy. And, you know, experts have found that majority of couples could, could significantly improve their marriage by simply learning one new skill for better handling their major deficiencies. We all need new skills to make marriages work well. And we need time to take to grow on these skills. The skills could be, number one, listening. Number two, empathy. 
Number three, humility. Number four, emotional attachment in a healthy way. Number five, conflict resolution. Number six, sexual intimacy. Number four, and, and so on and so forth. When you work on each of these skills, your marriage will become stronger. And what we need to realize, let's say you even, Baruch Hashem, you are skilled. But the idea is, is that even professional athletes, the best competitors in the world, keep practicing so they can improve their skills and even add new skills so that their opponents don't surpass them. If someone is an expert musician, an expert musician once told me uh, that he's been a musician for over 30 years, and a great one, but he says he needs to practice an average of six hours a day. That is unbelievable. Six hours a day just to get that edge, just just to to work on it. And if you want a better marriage, you need to be skilled at marriage. Now, you may be thinking that you don't have any deficiencies, if that's the case, then that, that's the greatest deficiency. Because every marriage has a deficiency, has a flaw. It may be different than other for, for for every couple could be different, but every couple has one, has an aspect of deficiency that they need to work on. Now, what we just said right now, what does that have to do with business, being busy? The answer is, is that marriage doesn't just come as urgent as a job crisis or as a kid's schedule, right? Your boss could fire you, you're at the risk of being fired if you don't reach your sales quota. Um, but would your spouse divorce you because if you don't become a slightly better listener? Probably not. So we gravitate towards that urgency of the job versus improving our relationship skills with our own husband and wife. But if we do this long enough, that's where the sucker punch lands. That's when we really get whammed on the side, when we, when we realize sometimes, you know, and it's like not even realizing how bad it became that we became distant from one another and we're drifting apart and our marriage is not really a marriage and it starts from this over busyness. So some important relational skills that you need to refine and work on is listening and growing in empathy and to, you know, the, the conflict resolution and working on communication and exploring the love languages and the needs that each other has, cherishing each other, listening, checking in with one another, having fun together, and, and pursuing and enhancing sexual intimacy as well. And skill to grow in these areas requires you to take time off your quote-unquote busy schedule And because normally what we say is, I'd love to do these things, but I'm just too busy. And this is how the Yetzirah attacks our marriages. And this is where we become our most uh, negligent, is because we ignore these relational skills and we let it become rusty and it erodes us. And that is an extremely important thing to know. We need to, sometimes we don't have a Brera, sometimes it's a difficult job, but as much as we can, we need to take a deep breath and regulate our busyness and know when to drop things that we need to drop, to let go of things we need to let go of for the sake of the marriage, for the sake of working on developing these skills with one another and to evaluate everything properly. Now, here is an interesting thing according to many marriage experts, that research showed that over 90% of our struggles in marriage would be resolved if we did nothing more than see the problem from our spouse's perspective. It, now, empathy itself, which we just said, which is basically seeing the problem from your 
spouse's perspective won't solve your problem with or your spouse's problem, but it'll help you get emotionally connected to face the problem together, which is in a certain way more important than having the problem solved. Listen very carefully. That's a big aside. It's important to get the problem solved, but connecting emotionally when you face a problem is even more important than actually solving the problem. The marriage is about living together. And, 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 and we have to be so careful of this over-busyness that we have, taking on projects that are beyond our abilities or not spending quality time with our own husband or wife when they truly need it. And, and there are symptoms of this over-busyness that we need to be aware of. And when some couples mo- notice an emotional estrangement and they blame it on the fact that they, you know, they blame it on their spouse. They're basically saying we- we're not a good shidduch, you know, we-, we don't connect. But it really, it's not that. It's on the situation of the busyness. Even two well-matched people could become very estranged, very estranged from one another. But by improving their skills and their empathy, they can come back stronger and be more intimate more than ever. And... You know, we have in this American Western culture this romantic notion that if we don't feel close, that means we're no longer a fit or that we were never a fit. And this is really bogus. It is not true. Emotional satisfaction in marriage isn't about a fit. It's about the connection. And the connection is not infatuation or chemistry. It's the inner work of both of them working together towards emotionally connecting. So that's very, very important, you say. And sometimes a couple knows themselves they are too busy. And sometimes it's minashamayim, they have a lot on their plate. And sometimes, even that, if that's the case, they need to work and be miyayits and figure out ways to lower that level of busyness. Baruch Hashem, we have Shabbos and Yantam, but even that could be busy. If it, if, it, if it requires for a husband and wife to have some Menuchas and connect, to have less Shabbos guests or not to invite Shabbos guests at a particular time or send your children away for a particular Shabbos, you know, then you do that. Because what happens is when you get too busy, you get a little estranged and then you have trouble even making eye contact with one another or understanding each other when husband doesn't know what's going on with his wife and the wife doesn't know what's going on with, 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 with her husband. And and, and it's, it's such a sad thing that we see in our generation this distance that comes from being excessively busy because and 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 we're going to go it's not a tangent but the, the busyness creates us not understanding our different needs for intimacy and the way we respond to one another and 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 the way we could connect with one another so as an example if you have a husband and wife and the wife will say more or less talking to marriage counselor, and, and basically says that my husband is more of a physical connector. He likes phys- connecting with me in a physical way, sexual way. But when there isn't the relationship, the relational or emotional connection, then I, as a wife, it's hard for me to offer much of that physical connection. And with the husband, it's the other way around. And this is exactly the point that divides so many couples from one another. And the busyness is a big factor of it, of not focusing on each other's needs when, when you need it. But this is basically a, a concept that the husband wants more physical intimacy and the wife wants more emotional connection. The reverse can be true as well, believe it or not. 
where a wife wants more of the physical intimacy and the husband wants emotional connection. It's less stereotypical that way, but it happens a lot in many marriages as well. And what happens is, in this case, where the wife needs the emotional connection, the wife feels cheated emotionally, so she pulls back from her husband physically. And the husband feels he's being cheated physically. She's not being physically affectionate, so he pulls away back emotionally, and it's a vicious cycle that gets worse and worse. And the sad part is, is they both value connection. They have different parameters of connection based on who they are. But so, so the key really is, instead of resenting how the disconnection feels to them, it wakes up a healthy couple to the fact that they need to connect and they need to reconnect if they got that distance. And a married couple needs to know this. And a wife will need to say, I need to be more expressive in my physical, intimate aspects towards my husband. And I will get that emotional warmth along it. And the husband needs to know also the other way that I need to connect emotionally with my wife. And ultimately, the physical will come. Each one needs to focus on what the other one needs. And then they'll both get what they need. But they need to value being connected. And the more busy you are, with the busyness of life, the less you think about the value of being connected. And, you know, if a husband just wants to have sex or a wife just wants to talk without caring whether the other feels connected in a relationship, then they what's really happening is they each want their own needs met. They're being selfish about their own needs. The husband's being selfish in the fact that he only wants the sexual aspects and the wife is being selfish that she only wants the talking and with and without considering his needs and his not considering her needs and in a healthy marriage the different barometers in this case the physical intimacy which is important to the husband and the emotional intimacy which is important to the wife and again it could go the other way around can serve as warning lights basically because this is a constant circle and then what they need to do is get that emotional connection and realize that we need to both work on what my other my spouse needs if my spouse needs the physical i need to work on the physical and if my spouse needs the emotional i need to work on the emotional and we work on both together and that's how you stay connected and like we said before a very big aside in these aspects is that the number one predictor of divorce is the emotional disconnection not the fighting not the disagreeing which means if you avoid fights, we're not talking about physical fights, it means disagreements, because you're afraid you might cause a distance in the marriage, you're doing more harm. Because conflict avoidance is creates an emotional disconnection. There are things that are important that are bothering each one of you that are important that you need to talk to each other about. So the idea is, is you machazik yourself somehow to carve out the time despite your busy schedule whether it's a date night, whether it's consistent time devoting to talking about your marriage, consistent meetings where you could talk together even about the things about financing and schedules. In the Panimi group we had, where we're, we're having the, the, the eight dates of different concepts where husband and wives could meet at dates and discuss these eight fundamental issues to work things through and to connect and to learn about each other and to grow with each other. And that needs to happen despite all the busy schedule that we, that, we, that we often have. Now, this busyness that we have, now let's talk about it a little bit. Sometimes when you're teaching, when you're busy with the kids, with their homeworks and things like that, necessary. Um, and, 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 and 
many things that you're busy with are necessary, but there's a lot of things that we're busy with that are not necessary. And some people may watch a little too much shows or may have, you know, you know, too much other things in their life that are not so vital that they have to cut out in order to truly connect. It needs to be this concept of carving a alone time for themselves and then carving alone time with their husband, with their wife, so that the busyness does not become a tremendous problem in the marriage. And the truth is, and I want to be madgish this very much, that that you could have a couple, husband and wife, that they're both great achievers and they do tremendous things. And that's part of their nature. And that's a beautiful thing, but they need to be careful to balance it. To balance it, even though they're industrious to both of them, being you know, very creative and, 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 and very productive, they need to make sure that with all of that going on, that each of them feel connected to one another. They need to spend time together. And they need to say no to other things, including sometimes, like we said, their own children or certain things in their vocations and whatever it is needs to be given up in order to create that connection between a husband and wife. It's a question you have to ask yourself. Yes, we're all hectic and it's all busy. Well, would we rather be happily married or frustrated in our marriage? So let's put in a little work to stay closer. And let's try to figure out ways, despite our busy, hectic schedules, to slow down on that busyness somehow and have these times where we could be together and we could connect with each other in deep ways. And may Hashem help that we should all, and we ask Hashem for this, ask Hashem for time, for Menucha Sanefesh, that despite our, despite our hectic schedules, we're able to take times for ourselves, take times for our husbands, for our wives, to take time to nurture our marriage, to have a loving marriage, and to grow together. Brach and